0: Welcome to Season 2 of the Tales from the Turnip Kingdom podcast. And no, that's not a weird name. If you think that's a weird name, you obviously haven't listened to the past episodes. So shut up, stop listening to this, and go listen to the past episodes. We have a great episode today with a lot of laughs and a lot of fun. I'm your reader, Josh. Get comfy and get ready. It's time to begin today's episode. Let's have some fun. Welcome back, folks. It's time for another great episode of Tales from the Turnip Kingdom. And I just gotta say, so far the um, Turnip Kingdom's 2,000 Downloads Challenge has been going along pretty well. We've gained quite a few more downloads, and our shipment of limited edition stickers is almost here. I, personally, am very excited to slap one of these on my water bottle. And the nice thing about them... Is all the profits will help um, us advertise and help us get more downloads. So you also get a cool piece. You get a cool piece of merch, and you help support the podcast, which is great. Cause yeah, you're listening to this right now. So, all right, here we go. We started to climb the stairs. The first bit wasn't bad, but we got winded fast. Couldn't even see the last stair at what I assumed was the half was halfway up but could have been a much lesser decimal. We all got pretty tired. Archie definitely made it clear that he didn't like this. I hate you, Tahiri. I decided to have some fun. Hey guys, I see the top. Archie's head shot straight up. Really? Nope. Ugh, you're the worst. Finally, after a little while, I really did see the top. I actually see the top now, guys. Really? Archie questioned sarcastically. Yep. Really? Yes, for heaven's sakes, I insisted. Just checking, Archie responded. When we finally ascended the last stair, we saw just how big the king's throne throne room was. The throne itself was also incredibly big. It was facing the stairs, probably because the king likes to see how exhausted people are from climbing them. He seemed like the kind of person who would find that funny. Holy moly, said Archie, exasperated. He walked a little further into the room, and suddenly the door closed behind us with a resounding thud. That can't be good, Jahiri muttered. Everything went black. Again, she was indeed right. When I opened my eyes, I slowly came to realize we were all bound together with magical rope, and we'd been placed on the king's gigantic throne. We had been seated in a straight line, each of us directly facing the king. I was on the far left, with Archie sitting next to me, then Jahiri sitting next to him. Hello, brethren, said a slightly creepy voice. She cleared her throat. <clears> Hem <throat> and sisterine. It was the king. What is it with people knocking us out? My head was hurting terribly, probably from the double KOs I received. Prepare to witness the end of everything. What? I asked. Yeah, I'm confused too, Archie questioned. Uh let me start from the beginning. Initiate flashback mode. <laughs> It all started when I overheard one of my officials talking about the majestic power that the turnip and rutabaga dragons both guard and possess. Now, I was too afraid to confront it myself. So I had to wait for an unassuming person or a group of people to do it for me, like you all. That was the hardest part. But when the house caught on fire, I came up with the perfect cover. Then came the easy part, convincing you all to do it. So I told you all that the dragons were evil, and you went out and did the legwork for me deactivate flashback mode. With the dragons no longer withholding that power, I seized it for myself, and will now use it to rule over all of the Radish Galaxy. I'll summon interplanetary portals that will allow me to instantly transport myself to any planet, and then I'll secretly cause chaos. And amidst that chaos, I'll become the people's valiant, trusted leader, and have the planet under my control. Genius, huh? I will now take questions. Um, yeah, why did that old lady help us destroy the dragons? That was me, said a familiar but not so familiar voice behind me. Ah, where the Charles Barkley did that come from? Fan said surprised. Behind you, they said to Fan. Now look lower. 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 There you go. Fan finally saw who it was. Oh, it's you. Seeing Fan looking down, I looked down too. It was the leprechaun that I had seen before from my many encounters with them. We had originally met in my kitchen while I was having a glass of milk late at night. We re-encountered each other when our group appeared at the king's door. Both times, he shot me in the eyes with glitter. Glitter may look pretty, but it does not feel pretty. For I was the one who guided you through the dragon trial, said the leprechaun. Leave us, Michael. Oh, so that's his name, Jahiri exclaimed. After Mike left us through the large door we entered through, the king, who was still across from us, started to prepare for his takeover of the galaxy. Little minions came in and stripped us bare of everything except our clothes. Sorry about taking all your stuff, but I can't have you attacking me while I summon my portal. It requires intense concentration, and I, heaven forbid, if I got distracted, I would go into momentary paralysis. I'd be paralyzed for about an hour, and would also fall asleep. Also, not sure if you knew this, but where we are now isn't exactly a dream. If you were to disappear or vanish all memories and remnants of your life on Earth would cease to exist. So if you get TKO'd, you're done. By the way, your ability to summon things at will and control your surroundings has been revoked on any planet. Gone. So, yeah. Have fun. By the time those ropes have loosened, I'll be long gone, wrecking havoc on other planets. Oops, time to start creating that portal. He stepped back a little dangerously close to the stairs. The king started doing some weird yoga poses that were not flattering, then ended up just standing up there with his arms by his side as a pinkish-green circle started forming above his head, slowly increasing in circumference. Soon it had reached the sh- size of a very large shrub. "'What are we going to do?' I asked everyone. "'I don't know! We can't hit him with anything! "'And you know, if we had something to throw, it's not like these ropes would allow us to,' Archie answered, frustrated. "'Because I was quite small I was able to get my arms loose, "'I didn't have the same problems as the rest of our group.' Still, nothing to throw. I was ready to accept defeat when I felt something uncomfortable in my back pocket. I felt inside the pocket and found the perfect thing to throw. It was the rutabaga that I bought from that old lady. I must have gotten used to—I must have gotten used to the bulge in my back pocket. But it's not very easy to sit with. I asked, "Are any of you guys good at soccer?" I suck," Archie responded. "What's that, Fanniger here, he asked. "A sport where you kick a ball around with your feet," I said. Well, I was once given an award for having the most foot dexterity in my school. Is that helpful? Jerry responded. That's per- Wait, they gave out awards for having the most dexterity in your school? I guess that is a little weird, Jerry responded, but that's besides the point. What were you going to tell me? I was saying that would be perfect. Remember that rutabaga we bought? The minions must not have found it because I was sitting on it. I'm going to carefully pass it to you, and I need you to kick it and hit the king right in the forehead. Okay? Eh. Sounds easy enough, she said. All right, well, that's the end of today's episode. Well, that's the end of the current, like, story part of this episode. And um, next week, we have some daggers, some cats, and you will meet Ed. You'll probably, well, you've actually known Ed for a very long time, but you don't think you've known Ed. It's kind of confusing. And now it's time for today's credits. Today's episode and every episode would not be possible without these people. I'd like to thank them for their support and determination to help me. These people are my friend Bethany for being my character designer, creator, and making sure our cast is themselves. My dad for editing my story and taking time to help and support. My sister for creating the amazing art you see on every episode and sticker. Speaking of, if you want a sticker or a t-shirt, you can go get one on turnipkingdom.com. And don't forget about the new limited edition 2000 Downloads Challenge stickers. They look very cool, and it's a great way to help support the podcast. My helpful teacher, Ms. Meshover, Mrs. Meshover, for helping turn my story into a podcast and encouraging me. Cameron, who's always willing to check out the latest installment stone in my adventure to make a podcast and giving me suggestions. Corinne Matthew for designing our opening theme. And my mom for financial support. Also, Wendy for always supporting the podcast. Liam for being a great friend. Grant for being one of our first donators and supporting the show. Raya for making me laugh uncontrollably. Chris for helping me manage my podcast, Mr. Snow for helping me with any tech issues, the MacArthur family for listening and loving, and Brianna for being a cool person. I'd like to thank these people for donating more than $15. And I'd also like to thank all the people who bought t-shirts. They look awesome in them, and it helps advertise for the podcast, so it's a win-win. And I'd like to thank you for listening to today's episode.